Welcome to Mysterious Goings On. I'm your host, Jay Alexander Greenwood. Hey, here we are. It's the precipice from summer into fall, and we are together, and I'm excited. I am really excited to be back after just a brief hiatus of a week after having two two-parters in a row. The first two two-parters were with Michelle Stenson-Ross, who has authored some wonderful pirate books and has more to come and just check out uh, her episodes the past uh, those were about two episodes back from this one and um, really looking forward to learning more about the adventures of Grace Captain Grace Malley and or O'Malley excuse me and all of her pirate stuff that's coming up and then to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Star Trek the greatest science fiction saga ever created I had Michael Z from Racine, Wisconsin, a friend of the show, reader of my books, and we had a great couple episodes. And I want to tell you, August, September, two of my biggest months for downloads since I started this podcast and was named a new and noteworthy podcast many moons ago by iTunes. So, so great. If you joined us to talk Pirates with Michelle, don't go away. If you joined us to talk Star Trek with Mike and me, don't go away. There'll be more of that coming up. But To reiterate, Mysterious Goings On is a podcast from an independent genre writer, an indie genre writer, that would be me, J. Alexander Greenwood, author of the John Pilot Mystery Series, and a few other, that's about my only claim to fame. This podcast is about writing, particularly in the indie sphere, in the genre sphere, in my case again it's mysteries and horror and suspense a little word about sound quality if you can hear the cars and stuff like that i do live pretty close to the city i'm pretty well in the city and we are in my backyard where i had an afternoon of uh, after watching my kansas city chiefs get defeated by the ridiculous houston texans i got over it quickly did some work in the yard had to work on my grill then i thought you know it's beautiful out here so i dragged the laptop out plugged in some music and uh, started writing again on my new John Pilot mystery. And Mike Z from Racine, I did promise you that I would give you a firm date on the next John Pilot book. So I'm going to do it right here, right now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not familiar with the John Pilot mysteries, go to pilotscross.com. That's P-I-L-A-T-E-S cross.com. All one word. Well, pilots cross is one word. And then dot com. And that's our mothership and we're also on john pilot mysteries on facebook just search that i am on the twitter at a underscore greenwood okay mike wanted to pin me down about an official release date for the next pirate pirate excuse me pilots john pilot novel this would be the fifth novel and sixth book those of you keeping score the fifth book was actually a book of short stories about the john pilot universe so the actual fifth novel that would be Pilot's Cross, Pilot's Key, Pilot's Ghost, Pilot's Blood, and then the short stories was Pilot 7, seven short stories. The next actual novel slash novella, it may end up being a novella, but I suspect true fans don't care how long it is, just as long as it's decent. It is called Pilot's Rose. 
You heard it here first, first, folks. First, folks, excuse me. I've only had two sips of my afternoon martini, and I'm already slurring my words. You heard it here first, folks. It's Pilot's Rose, which will be out, ready for this, by Christmas. I have a habit of releasing books on Halloween. I released uh, Pilot's Ghost, uh, and I believe Pilot's Blood, and maybe even Pilot's Seven on Halloween or thereabouts. But this year, I intended to do that, but... You know, again, my favorite quote from John Lennon, life's what happens when you're busy making other plans. So looks more like December-ish, but I will get it out in plenty of time for you to get it for Christmas, to give it for Christmas. It will probably be ebook only because um, it's just it's just a whole hell of a lot of money to, to put it out as a print-on-demand book. My thoughts are that if this does well, this novella... Pilot's Rose does well. How about this? I'll package it with Pilot 7, those short stories, into one print book, and we'll put that out. I might even do that again as a Kickstarter like I did with Pilot's Ghost. That's kind of up to you. Uh, your sales of the ebook will determine how that goes. Just saying. So if you like it and you're interested, I need you to spread the word. But enough about me. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about a selfie. Wait, wait, before you freak out. I don't mean about you taking a picture of yourself with your phone. A big question that writers have, especially indies, is how do I get my books into libraries? Now, my books have been, and may still be, I haven't checked in a while, um, on the shelves in the Kansas City Public Library, the St. Joseph, Missouri Public Library. I believe Maricopa County in Arizona has flirted with putting a few on the shelves, not sure yet. And there's a few other library systems that have expressed interest where I've spoken or where they've put the book on the shelves. Don't know if they're still there because, frankly, if they don't get checked out X amount of times over a couple of years, they go to the remainder bin and they get sold in the Friends of the Library sale. But I know for a fact my books have been on the shelves in libraries. Now, but the ebooks, how do you get your book into the pool of ebooks that librarians can choose from? Well, I'm a member of the Mystery Writers of America, in particular the Midwest. Sorry, somebody who obviously doesn't know what Midas means. Get a muffler, sir. Just drove by. Uh, the Mystery Writers of America, I'm in the Midwest. Uh, I'm, I'm a member there. The Third Degree is their official newsletter, and they talk about writers and libraries, a mutual admiration society in their newsletter. A lot of people want to know, particularly self-published authors who we're dealing with here, who we call indies. How do I get my library to buy my ebook? Well, library ebook policies vary wildly, but there are two questions that are coming to play here the approval process and the practical matter of where the book is. Ebooks need to be approved like printed ones, more so since self published work is infamously uneven in content and editing. Speak for yourself. I added that. The best approaches are one, edit your book to the bone, which I pay an editor to do. Robert Hayes, great editor. You want to hire an editor, get in touch with me. I'll get you in touch with Robert. Pull together reviews from Amazon, etc. And three, ask for your library's policy. So who hosts your book? Who handles the digital rice? Most libraries have contracts with ebook vendors who curate their collections and may be locked into that service. Now, if your book isn't in the collection, tough shit. You can't get it. They won't can't buy it. Can you donate your ebook? Now, here's the deal, folks. I'm not a big fan of giving work away. I'm not a big fan of working for free. But when you're an indie, sometimes, especially when you're new, um, and you're trying to build a name for yourself, you got to give it away. You know, it's the advice I wouldn't give a girl on prom night, but it's advice I definitely give indies when they're starting out, or even if they're not just starting out. I've been at this for 10 years, and I'm still not achieved what I would call anywhere near financial success. So I'm happy to give a little bit away in hopes of spreading name recognition and getting more fans for my work. Okay. 
So what does that mean? Well, there's a new program called Self-E, sponsored by Library Journal and Biblioboard, which is an e-content provider, and it lets self-published writers make ebooks available to libraries. Again, you don't get paid any royalties yet, but it's a pretty good deal. This is what's great about it. I'm going to give you the basics on this. What I want you to do, if you're interested, is go to Self-E. It's self-e.librarijournal.com. Partners in Crime, How Indie Authors and Libraries Can Work Together to Gain New Readers. And this is written by Debbie Mack in June 29th of 2016. You'll find this post. And I'm, I'm going to read just a little bit of it for you. And Debbie, will hopefully, hopefully you'll forgive me if I'm trotting on your uh, copyright by reading too much of it. But she says, when I decided to participate in the Self-E program, I did so because I saw it as a boon for indie authors, librarians, and readers. Since I write in the very popular crime fiction genre, mm, yeah, I know, I know the feeling. I often find it difficult to make my work stand out as a relatively unknown author and to establish a platform and loyal readership. Sound familiar yet? I'll read on. I've also found this to be true with the first young uh, adult novel that I've written. Today, there are so many great books available by both traditionally published and indie published authors that it's more difficult than ever to catch the attention of new readers. Boy, ain't that the truth. That's why programs like Selfie that help get indie books featured in libraries are so important for authors to consider. So after becoming more involved in the Selfie program, I reached out to several librarians who serve as judges for Library Journal's Indie Book eBook Awards to get a feel to get a feel for their views on indie publishing in general, as well as their thoughts on the role self-publishing can play in encouraging young people to write. I also inquired about whether crime fiction is a genre of interest to young adults and the ways indie authors and libraries can work together to bolster readership and help authors build their platforms. Although not all of the librarians were conversant with the work of indie authors, the ones who were gave encouraging responses. You can read on for yourself, but the point is this. I was intrigued enough um, to look further um, into the self-e program and I'm going to tell you what you do real quick and I mean most of this you can do yourself here's some questions is self-e right for me self-publishing is a valid and important option for many authors I totally agree whether aiming to produce a bestseller distribute information or preserve a personal history each author is contributing to the community in a significant way and deserves access to patrons across the globe over 50% of all library users go on to purchase ebooks by an author they were introduced to in the library, and that is straight from the library journal. Self-E and Pressbooks Public are viable resources for authors at any point in their writing journey from conception to publication. Okay, that's great. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so if you go to this self-e, self-e.librarijournal.com forward slash hashtag authors, there's a little button there, submit your book. And this is what I have done with all six of my books. I have five I have five uh, books as I mentioned previously that are fiction and then I have a sixth book which is an ebook. What is so great about this is to get into engaging your local library community what they do is the selfie deal is to submit your books to selfie and what happens when you submit the books is that the, they are evaluated by the Selfie program, and then they're uh, if they are accepted in through their basic evaluation, they go into they're entered into a pool that librarians can get to, and your book can start be putting being put on the ebook shelves. So I'm not going to sit here and like read every detail of it to you. I've given you the address. Go to self-e 
www.librarygenerals.com for more information. There's also a contest, which I'm going to look into. Library Journal Indie Ebook Awards, um, powered by Self E. And it is for best self published books, ebooks in the following genre romance, mystery, sci fi, fantasy, and young adult. And they also have, if your book's not in those genres, they have other things. Each genre prize winner gets a grand. All winners and honorable mentions shall also receive a full LJ review in print and online, a promotional ad in their December Best of Books issue, recognition at LJ self published ebook awards reception, yada, yada, yada. So there's eligibility and all this stuff on there. You can find it. Submission process takes about 10 minutes. They want ebook two and ebook three formats. Okay. And you have to enter some metadata and finish it. Doesn't look too tough at all. So I'm going to enter that as well. I've entered several ebook uh, competitions, including the prestigious Shelf Unbound one. And every book I've entered so far has either been a notable book or an honorable mention. And I'm just can't tell you if you're an indie how how important it is to get a few contest mentions. You have to win. You just need to you know place. You need to show. You need to be there. You need to get in the mix. You need to get people who are professionals and people who are judges to review your work. And one way to do that is to enter inexpensive contests like Shelf Unbound or the Library Journal Indie Ebook Awards. So I guess what I'm advising you indies, you fellow indies to do is to take a selfie. <laughs> Self-E. Give it a shot. I've entered all my books. I've advised, uh, I run Caroline Street Press, which is a, a small press for indie authors. And we do as little as just publish authors under our imprint to get them editors, to get them cover artists, to, we, to marketing them. We do it all soup to nuts. And I've advised several of my authors, one, two, three of them so far, to do this. And all of them have entered all their books into the self-E so that librarians can find them. And I can tell you right now, I'm from Missouri. All of my books have been accepted into the Missouri Indie Library group or category or whatever it is. In other words, every librarian who subscribes to this library journal um, program can find my ebooks. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to make any money right away, but as I said earlier, there's a lot of evidence that if people read an ebook from a library, first of all, they trust that the librarian will pick books that aren't crap. And second of all, my books aren't crap, and when people read them, I generally find that people want to read more. So I hope that's the same with you. My other advice to you, while I'm dispensing advice that you didn't ask for, although I assume since you're listening, you care, is if you just got one book in you, it's going to be mighty hard to go anywhere unless you just, you know, an out-of-the-park Harper Lee type, you know, incredible story. If you're like me and you write genre fiction, it doesn't matter if you're traditional or ebook, you got to write a series. My series, there's going to be 12 books minimum, probably 12. That's about all I got left in me, I think. Um, so that that means after this book I'm working on now, I've got six more. I know some other great indie writers who um, I won't name right now, but have guests on this show. Just look back and you can see their chapters slash episodes and you can learn more from them. And they're all writing series because series is where it's at. Think about your favorite movies. Think of Star Trek again, you know, you know. One movie ain't going to do it. It's the series of movies people want to see. It's the series of TV shows. You know, Star Wars, same thing. The Godfather. Think of all of these successful, artistically valid creations that are a series. Well, that's where you're sh- you should be with your books, I think. Well, rambled on enough. I hope this was some useful information. I will try to put some links in the show notes so that it makes sense and you can find it easily. But otherwise, do me a favor. I could use some help. I believe I'm writing some quality 
fiction. I believe I'm doing some quality work, in the, and I've done so in the past. I could sure use a bump in sales. I could sure use, if you've never read my work, give me a shot. I would recommend you start with Pilot's Key. Pilot's Cross is the first book, but I'll be honest, it has a lot of exposition. If you want to jump right in there and not have to do a whole lot of worrying about what happened in the first book, Pilot's Key is a great place to start. But if you're you know, very anal about it and you want to start with Pilot's Cross and then go to Pilot's Key, Pilot's Ghost, Pilot's Blood, Pilot's Seven, I'll be fine with that. But how about this? I'll make a deal with you. If you listen to this show and you get anything out of it, how about between now and Christmas, you get caught up on the whole series, and then when Pilot's Rose comes out in December, just give me a review. Is that a deal? Can we make that deal? Can we do that? I think we can do that. I feel good about that. Do you feel good about it? I feel really good about it. I hope you feel as good about that idea as I do. All right, then. Well, this has been chapter, I believe, 24, episode 24 of Mysterious Goings On. I am J. Alexander Greenwood. Find me on Twitter at A underscore Greenwood or on the web at pilotscross.com or at John Pilot, P-I-L-A-T-E, Mysteries on the Facebook. And until next time, keep reading. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill, plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.